You are listening to Uno Souls Chat. Each week, we chat with an Uno Soul. They are people that are beacons of light in their community. We want to connect all of us together in hope, courage, and love. Let's get started. Hola, mi gente. This is Philip Johnson, and I'm here with Uno Souls Chat and our host, uh, Brigida Toronio. Hello, Philip. So nice to see you. Yeah, nice to see you too. Nice to see you too. Just a reminder for our listeners, you know, Uno Souls Chats, we are a weekly podcast that honor beacons of light in our communities and spotlighting true acts of kindness. Yes, we really hope to shed light on how we are not alone in our journey and explore ways to help with coping and finding joy along the way. Yeah, you know, and along the lines of finding joy along the way, this week's episode, we wanted to just sort of come together, just the two of us, and talk about, with you all, um, about 2020 and going into 2021 tomorrow and, um, you know, what that means and just explore some, some things as related to there, which I'm sure a lot of people are doing. Yeah, that's, that's right, um, Philip. I'm so glad that we're having a chance to, to talk about this year, this year of 2020, this year of the pandemic, uh, where it, it has been a surreal year, a, a challenging year, and continues mm-hmm. to be that for some people, you know, on, on many different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, you know, I was trying to think back and uh, not to dwell on it for a long time, but to try to think back on what was happening, you know, what, where was I, where were you when on March 11th here in the United States, we were told we need to shut down. And, and I'll start a little bit with, with where I was. Uh, I remember hearing that that might happen, you know, a couple of days before that. And I just, I just really, I went into like a frenzy, but it was like a preparation frenzy. I felt like, okay, I need to prepare if we're not going to be able to leave our homes. I need to have things at home. And so I went to Costco, and I think I may have been one of the few people or the last people to get big rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> and so I also equipped my daughter and her family with, um, with items from toilet paper, paper towels, you know, um, bottles of water and, and items that you can keep in your pantry for a while. Um, and, and so then I, I did go into a fear mode. I, I definitely went into a fear mode. And I think it was about the fear of the unknown. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. what does this all mean? It was fearful from the point of view of possibly getting sick, you know, so looking at health and how, how can I boost my immune system and checking with my doctors about that. And, and then work. I wasn't sure what would happen with my Uno translations business. Um, would we have work or not? And and then we were v- very blessed to be very busy and really like a twenty four seven shop to um, to have materials and other languages prepared for our clients. So um, and, until I got into an, a new routine, you know, and 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 I had to do a lot of my meditation and yoga and deep breathing pranayama exercise i mean every every tool in in my toolbox that i have from eden energy medicine to qigong i brought it out and that's that's what i use to stabilize and ground myself those 
those first couple of months and until I, I, I again it became a routine again but um, and, th- and there were some difficult moments and definitely some beautiful moments that have come out yeah. of this year how about for you Philip where were you no. when you first heard yeah thank you for sharing that and I think it's you know it, it'll, it'll go into our longer conversation yeah. at some points later on um, in terms of how people have been coping and all you know sort of year long for during the chats that we've been having people have heard how people have been coping and different ways that has worked hopefully some tips have been found but you know for me i was actually in australia i don't so i was living in australia in march of this year and um, we ended up moving back in may and so it had already been in the works right um so we just you know we went along with it and and it was a different experience from what people, what my family and friends were experiencing in the States. Culturally, just the response was different. Um, case numbers, obviously, were driving how, how different it felt. So, but there were still moments of, you know, receiving that type of, you know, the stress from my family and friends and wherever they were, San Francisco or, you know, in Tennessee or New York. And, people are experiencing it at different levels as well. And so then, I mean, I just found it very important to anchor moments of time on these check-in calls or, you know, Zoom blew up. So like a Zoom call and finding different ways of, you know, finding joy in those kinds of moments. And, you know, maybe just, you know, for, for my situation, because I was already so far away, it made me feel like a lot closer with people who I hadn't felt close with because we'd been living far for about a year or so. So that's where I was. Um, and once we got back to New York, um, you know, it was still a major hotspot. And I think things then became, a, you know, it changed. The way we dealt with it changed because our physical movements were limited and um, things were very scarce, like you're talking about. We actually brought with us a lot of things from oh. Sydney and like yeah. in, our, in our baggage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wipes. We actually brought toilet paper and paper towels. Um, yeah, I mean, but you know, one thing is I do remember like leading up, I have this vivid memory of getting an Instagram ad while I was like walking home from work one day. And it was an Instagram ad for a mask, like a face mask. And I thought, um, do I need this? I was like, I don't need this. Like they're not wearing them in Sydney. And you know, things seem to be fine, but maybe I should just get a couple just in case something happens. And then like, I closed my phone cause like the, the light turned to walk and I didn't order it. And then a week later it happened and I went back and they were, they were I'm sold out for months. And so, you know, we eventually got some different kind, but I remember having that and sort of returning to that moment. And mm-hmm. it's a very small moment, or at least I feel like it was, but what it sort of has taught me is that you need to listen to a little bit of your intuition as you're going along. And I think during this year for me, that's something that I have paid more attention to. You know, if you're getting a certain feel about somebody or something or a situation, then explore what that means to you. Instead of shutting that voice out, welcome it in and have a conversation with it. Um, And that to me has been something that I've learned and you know, that I want to bring with me into 2021 and along with some other things too. But, you know, I think, I think we should talk about, you know, some of those silver linings, you know? Um, And I know that there's a couple for you, definitely, that 
ring true. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a beautiful thing. How you just explain, like listening to your intuition, listening to your gut, because that that is something we forget to do. And and I think that it is partly from the stillness that we've had this year, you know, moments of that, that it does give us a chance to try to listen internally a little bit more. Uh, yeah, for, for me, I, I have had a number of silver linings this year. Uh, one of them is about, I want to say, just really having such a true appreciation for family and good friends. And I think that for me, I've, I feel like I, I sometimes take that for granted, you know, that that my daughter is right around the corner with, with the grandbabies and I can see them anytime, but maybe, uh, maybe I don't see them once a week. And then, you know, through, through this time, we became part of the, the same bubble and I saw them at least once a week. And, mm-hmm. and it, it was just a, a beautiful thing. And the same with, with Zoom, you know, the fact that um, I brought in my family from Argentina into Zoom, my son and daughter and other family members. We were all on a Zoom call together for like three months every Saturday morning. And, and I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for COVID, you know, to bring in family from outside of the area to, to communicate with them. So, so that's something that is just so special to me, and I don't want to lose that. Right. Neither, yeah, I completely hear you. And I think that for me rings so true. There's a level of authenticity in those relationships that I feel like have shown themselves and you're able to explore and really feel those connections stronger, which is sort of strange to say because they're still that far away, you know, and they're, they're yeah. through a screen. But, you know, it's something, something is there that, you know, reminds us of how important it is to, um, put things down, look each other in the eye, focus on what's going on. And it's, it's, it's interesting to me that it is through a screen because, you know, it's mostly like put the screens down, like be in person with someone, but you know, we're, we're using a screen to be present with each other. And I think that, I mean, it's a nice way that technology is helping us um, as opposed to distracting us. So that for me is a big silver lining, authenticity in relationships. I really value that a lot more this year than I have in years before. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been really nice. Some parts of it. Yeah. And, and another thing for me, which was new is that I have done more cooking this year than (laughs) I have ever cooked my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) And, and with that came the washing of so many dishes and I have a dishwasher and I just (laughs) couldn't think, and and, and I, I live by myself. So it's like, where are these plates coming from? I, I just don't understand. <laughs> but I, I have, you know, uh, I've always been a person who needs recipes. I've gotten a little bit better where I feel like, oh, I can be a tiny bit creative. And I have this in my pantry, that in my freezer. And so um, so that's that's been fun to be more creative with cooking. Yeah. Did you, um, did you do any baking? Did you, did you jump onto the baking trend? I'm sorry. I did not. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to, to make bread. And in, yeah. and one group of my, my girlfriends, they were all making bread and they're like, Oh, we'll send you recipes. Cause I mean, I don't have the right tools even, but <laughs> then I thought, well, you know, apparently they sell these expensive bread makers and I thought, mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'll just do a bread machine. <laughs> I haven't done that because I can't imagine 
how delicious that bread would be and how much of it I would be eating. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely didn't jump onto the bread trend. I did a lot of banana bread. Oh, um, nice. But I was, I just started doing it more frequently, I think, um, which was really nice. But like, you know, sourdough breads and not all that thing. I just leave that to the professionals was my opinion. Um, but I do remember, and I did, I started cooking too more. And I think that there is also a joy in that sort of like, you know, slow measured process and having something at the end of it. But I, I do want to talk about this recipe I tried, which was just a disaster. And I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to like make like something healthy, you know, cause I had too many bananas now cause I was doing lots of banana bread. <laughs> so I tried to make banana pancakes oh. and it was like mashed banana with an egg. Um, but I think, okay, so like I said I was trying to be healthy, but then I was like, oh, I'll just put some chocolate chips in it. Oh, no. <laughs> like makes it not healthy. <laughs> well, anyway, that makes so that, everything taste better. <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, it just turned to like this sort of brown mush because the chocolate melted. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember like my, my partner ordered something and I was like, no, I'm going to try and make something healthy and to eat. And then I like had my like, <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. Um, but, <laughs> but it was probably delicious. Yeah, if you weren't looking at it, I think you would think it was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the cooking, I align, yeah, I align with that too. Yeah, it was, it was nice to explore different kinds of recipes. I mean, there was something, there was a recipe you had talked about, um, potato, what was it called with Ecuadorian? Yeah, from Ecuador, the uh, japingachos, and mm. which is an indigenous word, but basically it is sort of like, smashed mashed potatoes that you put cheese and onion in them and you fry them mm. and you kind of can't go wrong with it and <laughs> and so it was a big hit it, you know my family really enjoyed them and um, I remember my grandmother making them and I might oh, I feel like wow. I'm missing something because it wasn't that difficult to make <laughs> <laughs> I can remember sort of tasting them but I um I haven't I haven't made them myself so I think I'd like to be able to do that yeah at yeah. some point yeah right um yeah so I mean what about for 2021 like what do you have in mind like there for going ahead yeah so for 2021 uh, I want to continue to just really nurture uh, the relationships um, that I have and, you know, continue to make that uh, just something very important for myself. I want, I did start uh, personal training this past year on Zoom. Oh. Oh, and wow. so, so my good friend, uh, Pilar Lorca, who has a personal training business and, and we've, we've chatted with her on Uno Souls chat. Uh, she was training me uh, once a week. And so I want to be able to continue doing that because, um, you know, now, especially that it's winter, I don't feel as much like I'll, I'll go out to do a walk, a brisk walk or things like that. So doing it on Zoom is a, is a good compromise for me. Mm. And so I want to continue to do that. Um, I want to, I love music and I've been really, really brought that into my soul I want to say this past year and I want to continue to do more of that and um, maybe play a little like learn a little bit on the guitar a little bit more on the keyboard and maybe 
do some singing because that's so good for the soul. I, I just love music. And speaking of that, um, it reminds me of, of our savoring the deliciousness, you know, having moments of that. And I think everything I just mentioned is something that really did make me feel like I had these moments of savoring the deliciousness. And I want to be able to find more of that in 2021, like nature walks. I, I just love nature walks. What are some moments of savoring the deliciousness for you? Yeah, you know, I mean, for me, nature walks absolutely is is up there for me. I mean, it's in the city, that's very different, you know, to find different pockets of nature. But um, there are some really pretty areas on, like, on the, on the water on either side. Well, mostly on, like, the Hudson side, the west side, where we have found um, there's a huge new sort of, like, park opening I forget what it's called but um it'll have different you know activation engaging areas so I'm excited for that to open and then to you know just to yeah keep going on these walks um Central Park's obviously very close by I'm excited to maybe at some point be able to you know go on walks like with you or you know in Virginia um but just you know it's so meaning like just maybe to be able to see people a little bit more easier, spend time together. Um, yeah, that's sort of, I'm, that's a big one for me too. Yeah. Um, I was also going to mention, well, it's floating out of my head now, so we can just. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Great. You know, I, um, I had this this poem that, uh, you know, like, again, 2020 just really brought the love of poetry um, to me. And I've learned about so many different poets. Um, and one of them, his name is Pablo Neruda, and he's a Nobel Prize winning poet from Chile. And would you mind if I read you just a, a couple of stanzas of, of yes. his poem? It's called Keeping Quiet. And he wrote it maybe 50, 60 years ago. But if when you hear it, just the beginning of this, you might think that he wrote it this year. You know, he has passed away, but it's, it's just so, so appropriate for, for this time. Okay. Yes, please read it. Please read it. Now we will count to 12 and we will all keep still. For once on the face of the earth, Let's not speak in any language. Let's stop for a second and not move our arms so much. It would be an exotic moment without rush, without engines. We would all be together in a sudden strangeness. Fishermen in the cold sea would not harm whales. And the man gathering salt would not look at his hurt hands. Those who prepare green wars, wars with gas, wars with fire, victories with no survivors, would put on clean clothes and walk about with their brothers in the shade, doing nothing. What I want should not be confused with total inactivity. Life is what it is about. So that's just a, a, a little bit of it, but it, it was, it's just this 
this beautiful poem, which reminds me of 2020, where the world came to a stillness, you know? Mm. I mean, it was not just the United States or just Australia. It was the entire world, which to me just, it was, it became so obvious that we are all just one humanity and we are all so interconnected. And it just reminds me of that so much. Yeah, I think that's so powerful and so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I think we can, I would like to use some of that stillness going into 2021 and remain open to what's to come and also keep listening to my inner voice and paying attention to, you know, my intuition and um, be present for people around me. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Philip. And, and, and me too. I, I feel like um, bringing in 2021 with stillness will be important to me, but also to know that there is joy and that there is hope um, starting January 1st, obviously not automatic, but it's just a, a feeling that we can have inside of us, right? The, the joy, the hope, of, of what's to come and, and what we can bring into it, the positive um, attitudes that we can bring into 2021 after everything that we've just learned and in 2020. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, wishing a happy new year to you and to all of our to the listeners, to everyone joining us, and can't wait to see how we go. Absolutely. Happy New Year to you, my friend, and to everybody listening. I honor the light in all of you. Thank you, and Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening to Uno Souls Chat. Uno Souls Chat is sponsored by Uno Translations and Communications, LLC. You can find us at www.unosouls.com. I would love to hear from you if you would like to chat with me. Please contact me at btoruno at unosouls.com. Have a beautiful week and see you at the next episode.